So you were full of rage last night and it was awesome. <laughs> was I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that set last night was outstanding. Well, we were at Flappers last night and prior to the 10 o'clock show, I had bombed hard at Westside. I have and, such uh, a hard time believing that. Really? Oh, it was super up and down. And I was like, what the fuck? And I couldn't, the thing is, is like, I'm wearing a mask. It's, it's weird. I'm not comfortable doing it completely. So part of me is like, is this the mask? Are they just angry about it? Or, you know, did I, I, whatever. There was uh, numerous things that I possibly did to, uh, and they're all going through your head while you're trying to yes, yes, jokes. yes, yes. yes where I'm like, okay, tell porn jokes. Okay. All right. They like the porn joke. Okay. <laughs> then that's right. It, it, it is, it was, um, I left feeling very unsatisfied. And, uh, so, uh, you know, and I guess I had, to, I don't know, flappers felt a little bit more fun. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. It's, mm-hmm. I've done so many sets at flappers because, you know, yeah. I was supposed to do James Corden on Tuesday. Tomorrow, basically. <clears throat> yeah, basically. And then he got COVID. So, so how long um, did they shut the show down for? I don't know. I was told that there's nothing that they pushed this whole week. So yeah. they haven't given me, but they still need a, a tape and 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 what the guy said was um <clears throat> what the booker said by the way i my throat is killing me from talking through a mask for 4 me days too. yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like do i have it do i have it but flappers is doing pcr and rapid tests for free in the in the uh in the in the in the little area where you know that they're little doing garden rapids for free wow. yeah they're doing both yeah wow that's great i wonder where they they must be getting a really good deal on those rapid tests or maybe the state is giving them out. I don't know. I don't know. It's called yeah, that's uh, expensive. Right. It was, it was called hook, uh, hook diagnostics. Okay. So it might be a, like a, it, it might be government. Thing. It might be a, just a co- co- co-op thing. I don't know. Well, if they, when they do the PCR test, they get, they do get repaid by that person's insurance company. So they are the, hook whatever the diagnostic company is making money so all right it all capitalism stills working it wasn't uh, <laughs> oh, the, got it. Oh, thank god <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um that's so funny the uh okay so um yeah so they the, the uh before christmas when you did when you did James Corden, they yes. had asked if, you know, they didn't give you any warning. They were just like, could you do it in a, in four days, right? Basically, I had a week and uh, somebody had dropped out. So, yeah. yeah. And so, um, they, at the same time, he asked for a tape for me. He was like, you know, if you want to do it, just send me a tape. And so I sent him a tape. And then he sent me notes and I changed the tape. And then he sent me notes and then... Um, he sent me, he sent me more notes and I, and that was before Christmas. And I never, I was like, I will decipher whatever these notes mean at some point. And then three weeks went by because of Christmas and New Year's and travel and all these things. So three, you know, on Thursday, he was like, Hey, do you want to do it next Tuesday? We like three and we do like that three and a half minutes. And I was like, okay. He said, just come up with one more minute. <clears throat> and oh, this um, is hell. This is the hell of a late night set. Oh my right. God, you're in hell! Ah! <laughs> wow, just, your just joy. one more minute. Just one <laughs> just more minute. One. That's it. That's and it. And I think, I, and he may not have said this, but this is what I heard. He's like, "You could just vamp for 30 seconds." And I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a big part of my on. That's a, yeah. You know, that joke. audience is so hot. You can just fuck around for literally fuck around for 30 seconds up front if you want to." And then get into your into your uh, set. Yeah, I can't, I'm not going to be counting on that. I'm not going to be counting on how <laughs> yeah, don't hot count on that. But <laughs> uh, a TV crowd's going to be any given <laughs> sure. moment. Understood. Understood. <clears throat> so, so I've been trying different openings and different closings, different openings, different closings, and then I, and I said to him, I said, Hey, I'm doing a Zoom show. Uh, like, I think I have a Zoom show this week on Tuesday as well. I, I yeah. did a Zoom show on Thursday, Friday, rather. Yeah. And uh, Ryan was like, 
I'll come to a Zoom show. And I said, you are welcome to come to a Zoom show, but you must come with a grain of salt. Uh, for it is a different experience. And he was like, I will bring a salt shaker or whatever. You know, he was, he was on board. Yeah. So I don't know if he came to the Friday and the set went good. Yeah. And I was given, you know, and the thing is with all these sets is I'm not just do like the first two sets I did. I just two or three sets I did over at Flappers this week. I literally just did four and a half, five minutes working right. on it, working on it, working on it. Yeah. And then I had three, 10, 15 minute sets. Mm -hmm. And so I do the five minutes and I'm like, I work on my new dog joke yeah. and, uh, or, you know, my, this other thing. And, yeah. um, so I, so last night I, I was working on it. I, I showed up early to see if I could pick up a set, maybe at the Yoohoo at the eight o'clock. And they gave me a 10 minute set opening for Leno who was headlining this weekend at, at flappers and mm -hmm. Jimmy Brogan of course was there. And so I get up and I tell Jimmy Brogan that I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the James Corden set. And Jimmy Brogan, as usual, has some advice for me. And every single time, every time. But and now it's kind of a running joke because he goes, "Okay, I have one piece of advice for you." And I just stared at him. He goes, "Yes, unsolicited again." And <laughs> I was like, "All right." And he goes, "Don't work on the other minute." just literally just slow down. And I was like, do you even know me? But uh, he's I not don't wrong. think that's a bad idea. He's not. I mean, here's the thing that crowd, uh, uh, my set went long and it was, it was running at like four and a half and it went like six. That crowd takes a joke. It adds seconds to every single laugh. Did they cut it? Yeah. They cut some stuff. They okay. Cut some stuff. Cause that's yeah. what he said. If it goes over four and a half, we're gonna have to cut some stuff. Yeah. So and I was like, okay. That's not a that's not a bad idea at all. All right. Well, and if I just do three and a half minutes, uh, well, and right. I mean, Jimmy Brogan, I mean, the thing is the dude's been doing it for 700 years, right. just like the rest of us. It's not like he doesn't have any, you know, but it is always I making understand. Laugh that yes. it's unsolicited. And he's yes. just like, I'm just gonna give you this advice. <laughs> yeah, and I was, no, I, I, was I understand yeah. for sure. And, and I can't believe Leno's doing shows. Being a late night host is a comorbidity for uh, for COVID at this point. They're all getting <laughs> well, it. That made me so, that made me, uh, that's the other thing that made me laugh so hard. Because he was there, and Mavis was there, his wife. Oh, and I, I've heard so I didn't much. know she was real. That's exciting. Right. <laughs> right, she goes to another high school, but she was there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she was so sane and personable and lovely. And had like stories that were just nice. Like I was like, look at you with the social skills. And uh, that's cool. She was like, she what I remember is she was talking about how the Taliban treated women in Afghanistan before 9-11. She was like trying to get money to women and help them and stuff like that. She yeah. has she is a major philanthropist and has yeah. used a good portion of their income. That's why he, he doesn't spend his Tonight Show money. She right, does. All, he lives. He lives off of his stand-up money, which of course is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per, you know, private, right. and uh, per corporate. But the uh, but she has. They have donated so much money because she loves, you know, and she's great. Anyway, so we're sitting in the green room, and uh, the Corden thing comes up, and um, and I tell him that uh, James Court. I tell Leno that James yeah. Corden has has uh has covid and there's this pause that at the level that james jay leno is at yeah i i don't i'm not saying he was doing this but this is what it felt like because he was like it felt like a who books that kind of moment because ah! he because he literally said is he, he doing a gig? <laughs> he was like are they doing a substitute host no and I was like, that that is a that is a jay Jackie. leno level he absolutely that. wants that gig. Oh my God, that is hilarious. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? It never ends. It never, <laughs> it never ends. ends. The and wow. Jay Leno is 85% stand-up comic, 10% motorhead, and 5% just guy walking around. Oh so, my um, God, that's that is hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was so wow. freaking funny. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. How was your week? How was your week? Well, let's see. So I, after much um, uh, 
pondering and working over scenarios, I asked if um, I asked my manager to contact the club. Okay, so I so I had I had two weeks in the Midwest this month, right? And uh, one of the weeks uh, agreed to check for vaccine cards, which they weren't doing beforehand. And so I was like, okay, I will keep that week. And the other week didn't, right? And I'm not going to club shame, okay? I fucking you're not going to club shame, but yeah. I will say this, is that the state you're talking about, I never think of that as the Midwest, but I believe they think of themselves <laughs> as the Midwest. Really? Yeah. yeah, of course they are. Jackie, yeah. everything between uh, my house growing up in, <laughs> in Northern California and uh, this comedy cellar is the Midwest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I'm just thinking I'm, I'm going to be on stage unmasked in front of, you know. Hundreds of people. Hundreds of people for a total of, if it's five shows, about five hours mm -hmm. of strangers. There's yep. no way I'm not getting Omicron. There's no way. It, it's right. so contagious and it's it's sneaking through boost. Augie just did some rural Washington state, Washington state gig. Yeah. And he was like, not a mask to be seen. And they all wanted to shake my hand afterwards and I didn't want to be a dick. And I was like, well, you have three small children. Yeah. I, and I, but it, I understand that, that sentiment. Like oh, I, I thought, well, I could just wear a mask on stage, but going up in front of a crowd that hasn't been checked for a vaccine it is half of them are, you know, some of them may be unvaxxed and not give a shit. They will be hostile to me in a mask. I feel like if you're going up in front of a crowd that has been vaccine checked at least and told you have to put your mask back on between sips, they're going to be, we're all on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. We're all trying to have a good time without getting COVID. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, however, however it's come about, whether the, the state that this club is in is out of control, you know, some of these states just, they have no leadership at the top even giving a shit, or that's just the culture of that particular city. You know, it's, it would be, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good for either of us. Right. No. So, so I contacted them and I'm like, oh, they may never, they might never book me again. And I always, always the fear, always right? the fear. And you're yeah. just like, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to rock I the know. boat. They were so cool. They said, no problem. They rescheduled me for July. There you go. That's and then, all you had to do was ask. I know that's yeah. so hard. But then I had jokingly put up a tweet just saying, any comic, if you've had Omicron, you should be on some database so that clubs can use you because you'll you'll fucking book every night in January. And somebody somebody was like, I've had it and I'm available. So I told I told the club and they booked her for my week. Oh. Like so she can't get Omicron because she's already had it. She can have a fucking great time. The crowd will have a great time. I mean, it all worked. Who? Who? I'll, I don't even know. Um, I think, I don't know if it's well, and, and the thing is, is you can't get Omicron again. You can get it again. No, I think if you had it in December, but no, I think that person got Delta than Omicron. <laughs> I'm serious. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking you can get, <laughs> I think you could get different versions of COPA, but I think if you had Omicron in December, you're not going to get it again in January. You will have the okay. antibodies for a little while. So anyway, that's, that's, so it kind of worked out like to a lot of people's benefit. <laughs> I right. Think. Uh, um, I but think I, didn't I, worry. I, I talked to, uh, I talked to Augie and he's, is, is it that person who, who got your yes. week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, I, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Cause he wondered why, um, she got that week. And uh, that is very nice of you. You're like, allow me to uh, try to at least get someone well, that's, uh, that's, in for help. That, yeah. That's why we started our chat was to like, if we're going to cancel, we want to suggest another female comic mm -hmm. uh, so that, you know, that we're not replaced by no offense, Kyle, a white guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so this is cool. It worked out. Uh, uh, and now they have another woman in their rotation and everyone's going to be happy. But um, uh, what were you saying about Augie or what were you saying? No, no. There's uh, is that I was just talking to Augie and that, um, oh, okay. that he said, he was like, oh, I wondered why um, she got that gig. Um, because he, I think he must've followed. He was like, he was like, I, I think he followed your, everyone who's at Omicron who needs this gig. Yeah. And then, and so he was like, I'm so glad that that worked, you know? 
Yeah. Well, she, and she had just done Corden as well. So it's like almost the same credits. It's, it's like, here's a, a younger version of me with a better <laughs> comedy voice. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that, that was cool. And, and um, we're going to do our bell house gig this Sunday. Yep. So if you are in New York and you are vaccinated and you're willing to put your mask up in between sips, come out to Bell House in Brooklyn. If you've had Omicron, let's face it. If you're in New York, you've probably had Omicron. (laughs) All right. You probably had it in December. You're healed. Come on out to the show. Have a good time. Okay. Knock knock yourself out. Uh, I'm going to also, I found out on Twitter last night uh, that I apparently invested in have many cartons of counterfeit and <laughs> so i've been going around the country take dragging my son through a uh, omicron clouds wearing a fake mask but i guess they're working because so far how do you know how do you know that they're fake what are um, they supposed to be n95s or something or they're they're what they don't show up on a site that lists safe masks right so i'm not saying that they didn't do their job i mean they did their job because although i've been wearing two of them mm-hmm. um uh at any time i'm not on stage and just one when i'm on stage but um uh so yeah they've worked but i guess they're not you know they're not official i did order i've noticed they, they they it is a little muffled when i'm speaking and someone else on twitter like a doctor had point had had a link to um n95s that she said were good to speak in that people can understand you okay you know? so i i got a bunch of those those are coming uh before we leave for the bell house so how many did you get can i have one i'll bring one for you yes okay yeah um and, uh... yeah so uh so yeah we're gonna do the bell house and um uh, you know, I, th- I think our audience will be, you know, pretty careful or careful people. Yeah, right after the bell house, I'm doing um, Mark Ridley's comedy castle. And I haven't asked if they're going to vax or anything. It's in, it's in Michigan. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I'm doing comedy on state in Madison, which I don't know if they check either, but um, I don't know if they check, but they're very, they're, they announce they're, they're, multiple they're times to yeah. put your mask back on. Yeah. So they're they're uh, conscious of it for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it feels like Madison is also one of those towns where people are. It's a little more liberal. I mean, you would know more than me, but you know, it's yeah. like in Austin oh where they're going to have peop- more people that are careful about that stuff than other yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Madison's the best. Yeah. Town in in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's where I went to college. It's where I want to die. I just want to cr- crawl into a. a uh, yeah, I just want to go live on Mifflin Street and and maybe microdose. I don't know what I want to do, but uh, it's I just wanna... it's pretty. I mean, I was there when it was cold, so I couldn't fully enjoy it, but it it certainly is pretty. Mm-hmm. Would you do you feel like um, would you wear a mask? Do you think at your um, at uh, at the Comedy Castle? No, I've uh, yeah. I have uh, I have the other response to all of this, which is I'm just like, well, I guess I'm gonna get it. Yeah, it's not okay. It's uh, I think that your attitude is better because you don't want to get sick. That turns out there's sanity there. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> well, the other thing is, is we don't know, like there apparently, you know, we're, we're that we've moved on to that. I guess we're just going to live with COVID sort of mentality in the U.S. And apparently in Britain, they're doing that too. Um so, but the, the thing that worries me is, oh, now they're saying like, oh, all this, all this time we thought it was a respiratory disease. Now we know it's a vascular disease. And I'm like, oh, that, that now you're, now you're coming for my house because, you know, I had a, I have an aneurysm and I'm on blood thinner. So I, I do have vascular shit that I need to be conscious yeah, of and worry about. Yeah. Um, so it's not a respiratory there. N- now no, it's not a respiratory. It's what. I'm no doctor. I do know that Omicron isn't attacking the lungs as much. So the damage it's doing is to the vascular, including the heart. It's doing to the heart. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, Great. But this, wait, this person just told me that she did, uh, she headlined with a, with a mask in this. uh, I don't know her. You don't, you do too. All right. You do. I'm, I'm glad I'm not shamed out loud. No, only in the only in the, at that uh, club. That club, which is totally, which is to me very sort of rowdy and would be. I've a, I've never done that entire state, 
Mm-hmm. I've never there there. Uh, I so all of my all of my gigs, right? So I've got two weeks this month or three weekends this month that I'm out of town, right? Right. So I used, by the way, I used all my Hilton points uh, because remember I was going to go to New York and Darla, my sister, had rented an Airbnb for like. 10 days. I was going to do sets in New York. It was going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's been three years since I've been to New York. Uh, and now I'm flying in the 16th. And, um, but I am going to stay, I'm going to hide in this Hampton Inn over in Grand Central <laughs> nice. uh, for four days and, uh, and then just go to, and just go to Mark Ridley's after. And um, there might be sets. I don't know if they're, if, uh, like I, we should probably talk because I because I will have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, where there should be some. I know Butterboy is on hiatus, but um, oh, really, yeah. I mean, yeah. Once I think once this podcast comes out, you'll they'll be hopefully. You'll, yeah. You'll well, I can ask sense. Gondelman too, Josh Gondelman. Yeah, he, he knows about stuff, and yeah. uh, so and maybe I can. Yeah, because I'll I I would love to do some sets Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then I will, I will like to see my, my, some of my best friends from college live in New York and, um, and I'll get to maybe have a nice outdoor meal with them in four degree weather. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and then I'll go to, but I'm going to Michigan, then I'm going to Wisconsin and then I've got Portland and then I've got, uh, Denver and then I've got wow. DC and then I've got Boston, Hartford, and um somewhere else in the uh, northeast yeah so great road weeks it's the thing is you don't want to get sick for those road weeks i don't want to get sick for the road weeks and i don't so i don't want to turn any of them down you know i haven't done ridley's in 25 years and the good news is is that i don't ridley's i'm just hoping to have fun like i know i'll have fun at comedy on state yeah because that is fun yeah. Ridley's, uh, there was so much pressure 25 years ago for me to do well. Right. That, and I, and I did okay. I did just fine. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, I didn't blow the roof off the place, but, um, he never booked me again. So, uh, I, I had that experience too. I was the, I was the MC. There was no feature. And, uh, oh, I think I thought it was featuring and it turns out I was MCing because the, uh, oh, the headliner was John Joseph. He does music and he does like an hour and 15 minute show. So just a two like person. Yeah. yeah. So I just did, you know, 15 minutes, uh, amongst instruments. Yeah. And uh, I guess it wasn't good enough for Mark to ever book me back. <laughs> well, famously Mark Ridley said to me 25 oh. years ago, you're too much like Kathleen Madigan. Oh, and, uh, which I'm just like, yeah, you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want more of that. At, at <laughs> yeah, if, if that's even the case. If that you were even true, which it is not. Yeah, yeah. Too much hilarity. You wouldn't People want would that. come to your show and be angry that you sounded like another comic they really like. I don't I don't understand that. They, not a, not, like yeah, they not like, at all. Yay. And then weirdly enough, he booked me and Kathleen's there the week after. So now but I guess now, he could come to my shows and then literally compare us. He can... <laughs> Maybe it'll be a TikTok duet on my set and Kathleen's for the next perpetuity. It's interesting how there's a few clubs where the bookers that tormented us when we were openers are still booking the rooms. Like most clubs, it's turned over. People have died. Their grandchildren have taken over the booking. (laughs) Whatever. Yoder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A lot of triple is retiring. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's heartbreak. Uh, heartbreak. Never got to never got to work for him. Met him at at the Portland Helium one time. He came up after my set and he was like, "Why have I never heard of you?" And I was ah, like, oh. "Well, I'm a well kept secret." This is probably five six years ago. And and he it was super loud, so I didn't hear his name. He walks yeah. away, and I was like, "Was that Dave Tribble?" <laughs> I literally like ran after him, and I was like, "Are you Dave Tribble?" And he goes, oh, my God. And I said, oh, my God, you're a legend, man. It's like, this is amazing to meet you in real life. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's like I got one. He said, you know, I usually run into people on the way up and I'm back on the way down. And uh, true. It's so true. I'm not wrong. 
constantly ready. To, and I'm sad that I can't uh, on my way down. With the, I can't uh, <laughs> pick up some triple gigs. I was always counting on that to you know Kermit appeal retirement. Yeah, you know Kermit appeal, right? I love Kermit. Yes, everybody loves Kermit. And uh, but Kermit for years, and he might still. This is probably he told me this probably eight or nine years ago. He said, "You know, I like to do a triple one run once a year. It keeps me humble." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." You don't need any more humility, Kermit. You're doing great. You uh, you put you in know, your time. It keeps you grateful. Not, I don't think Kermit's a humble guy, but it does keep you grateful for you know maybe the gigs that just don't aren't fun. But you know, like I think he works. He does some cruise ships, which I think can yeah. drive people mad and insane. <clears throat> and a triple run run will remind you, hey, at least I don't have to do. I don't have to drive anywhere. I can. Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah, he wrote yeah. a really cool thing about trouble on Facebook that I. Um, oh, that's that right. That that was that was posted. who wrote that. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, it just so much fun, and I got so much better from doing them. And uh, there were like my first real gigs out of California. Mm-hmm. Like I remember just like there's two that I remember the most. Maybe the first one was I. You know, I of course I was a feature, so I was driving the headliner, and is uh, I, I'm sure I've told the story. Chuck Montgomery who's, I think he's a Christian act. I'm pretty sure he is. Like I, the last I looked him up, I was like, oh, I can never. And not in a good now. way. <laughs> not in a great. <laughs> um, I, you know, probably just nice on stage. Yeah. Which is kiss it but it's, but it's, no, it's a <laughs> hell of a, it's a hell of a hook to get work. Oh, it's you know? great. I mean, I respect anyone who figures out a way to get work. I don't <laughs> care how you do it. Um, but so I pick him up at the airport, whatever airport. And then we drive to we're driving to Montana. We're driving to Butte. So I don't know which airport he flew into, what was nearest, but we had a massive drive from there to Butte. Yeah. And then, um, we got a part, we got a speeding ticket. I got a speeding ticket on the way there. And, uh, and then that was the week he, he told me I had to have a joke with my name in it. So people would remember my name and I've never forgotten Chuck Montgomery's name because he has this joke about Montgomery, Alabama. And somehow I don't remember the joke, but I just remember his name. Um, um so that game was fun. But then I was, I was like, I mean, and then you, the slow, uh, it was playing like the copper kettle in Butte and Butte oh, is yeah. like an old copper mining town. And at that time there were still, I think there were still miners or minor families, <laughs> like eighth generation Montanans who just like been working in the mines. And so it was kind of like a rough, a rough room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun to, to try to figure it out. And then the second thing was um, going to Miles City, Montana, which is right on the border of South Dakota, Montana, or what, mm-hmm. whatever Dakota, Montana borders. And <laughs> I can't, North I don't Dakota. know. I'm, North Dakota. North, yeah, okay. So, um, uh, and it was right after the Gulf War had started, and me and the other comic, our show was like the headline of the local newspaper with the Gulf War. <laughs> and we like I may have never killed that hard since because they were so your love that of a out. shitty one-nighter uh, is um it makes your heart heart heartbeat a little bit right no 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 it doesn't <laughs> uh here's the thing I grounded I I I I 35 40 weeks a year through the entire the 90s yeah until about 2001 yeah um not no not not that much because I moved here in '97, so mm-hmm. it would have been five solid years of that. And then mm-hmm. I just did ten to sixteen weeks a year because uh, I had the day job here. But um, yeah, I don't need that. I don't. I don't. I don't need to do VFWs in the middle of uh, Minot or uh, N- Nebraska. Or I did. It was all Yoder and uh, and Hanson and um, Yoder. I mean, Yoder was good. He, he he. It was interesting when he finally headlined me because <laughs> he was just like. Well, you feature, by the way, feature, uh, you have to tell me the Montgomery guy, did he pay the ticket? Oh, I don't remember. I, uh, he should have, because here's the thing. When you go on the road and the feature is driving for you, you are responsible for all the gas and you are responsible for any tickets. You know what? Because that is bullshit that, because you don't have to pay for any kind of car nonsense. And I mean, uh, the, the best headliners. I worked with were the ones that covered all of the um all the gas and then would at least buy me one meal. I agree. I think if I remember correctly, 
I was, he wasn't in the car when I got the ticket. Like maybe I was speeding to pick him up and then get to the gig. Oh, right, right. So it just happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah well, then general, you're then you're correct. screwed. But yes, <laughs> but yeah. I, but it, it should definitely. Yeah, I uh, yeah, so many. Uh, the the Rapid City. There was Rapid City, and then I think I did. I think I did that Mile High. That was like might have been the furthest west I went. Was um, and then I did some weird corporate north of Denver, uh, into Montana. Um, that was like a. It was one of these small towns, and it was a. There's this guy, you know, he's a, it's a right-wing banana head, this guy. I won't work for him anymore. Um, um, do you know that guy? Oh, um, he always I has know a, who he is. Yeah, I do always, get that. I'm on his email list. Of, oh, sure, anyone. sure. Yeah. He always, for, for decades, he had a $600 one-nighter everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> and it was fine, except yeah. for, and it usually came with hotel, but it had no travel. Right. And you're like, well, I have to find my way to Sun Valley, Idaho. Right, right, and right. Uh, you're like, I have to find my way to Bohunk, uh, you know, Cowboy Stirrup, Montana, mm-hmm. or or whatever. And so, my friend of mine, I so I flew into Denver, and my friend drove me to this thing. She's like, I'd love to come and see it. And I was like, Oh, it's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> That's gonna... the early day of a early days of a friendship when they're excited. I was, to see like, show. I was like, What are you? All right. And well, she had two small children, so she was sure. also like, Take me, take me away. Yeah, of course. And uh, I'm gonna have a glass of wine. It's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so we went to this thing, and it was all of the um, like the uh, the muckety mucks of this because it was a club house, right? So it was like the golf course and club. So it was like the town doctor and the town lawyer, and they were hammered and obnoxious and ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. um, and it was uh, you know, and I did my time, and then I ended it. And then uh, every you know, forty-two-year-old dude in the world wanted to tell me his favorite joke that was disgusting. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so if I don't have to do those gigs anymore, that's a win. That's a win. I I I don't need to build any more character. I I feel good. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, Lori and I, I are still I, available. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Kyle and I will go in the room. <laughs> Fully ready to go. Yes. Um, Knock yourselves I, out. I did. Uh, so I did MSNBC yesterday. What? Yeah. So I got it. I got an email on Friday from um, this oh, woman who books, who's booked, who's booked me on MSNBC before, but other shows, but long time ago. Like I hadn't heard from her in a while, and she's like, "Hey, you want to?" You want to uh, be part of our pop culture segment on uh, uh, Eamon uh, Moyeldon's show. He has a Saturday night show, right? Okay. And uh, so, of course, yes. Yes, it's Zoom. And, it's, uh, <laughs> and like pop six- culture, it wasn't what I got. I, I got something as well, but go ahead. Yeah, how did oh, it go? okay. So it was fine. It was just like, you know, you just write some uh, topical jokes about stuff I'd seen on Twitter. You know, like oh, I nice. wasn't totally invested in the um, Novak Jakoko, whatever the the Serbian tennis player who's like the as I see I guess sometimes I see stories that make for great monologue jokes and then I instinctively block them so like I'm like <laughs> oh that's professional stuff right so I like I was aware of all the stories they had talked about and I I just hadn't really delved into them too much but I just knew enough to cook up some quick jokes yeah yeah um, you knocked a couple out did you yeah yeah nice, so nice. the first segment. I was on with, um, it was both segments, Liz Plank, who's a, who's an author was on with me. And also, uh, the first segment, Maya Wiley, who would have been a great mayor of New York city. And, uh, you know, just, um, it didn't happen. Um, and, uh, they got this lunatic Eric Adams. Oh God. Anyway, whatever. So I was a little like, why am I a dick joke artist on a segment <laughs> with Maya Wiley, but whatever. Um, and she said my name and I was like, ah, <laughs> that scared me. And then she left. And then the next segment, Eric Deggins came in and he's like an entertainment reporter. And then it got a little more, you know, I think with someone's a, a political person, social justice, maybe they're not as, you know, lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> it can then, be, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right? So, so that, that was a little bit heavier. And then 
uh, when Deggins came on, it was a little lighter, you know, because he's nice. like a entertainment reporter or something like that, a writer. And uh, so, yeah. So then I, whatever. So one, they clipped one of them out that um, was okay. So yeah, it was yeah. fun. Well, you the, your NDA, the the famous people that you're going to be on that TV show in spring. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They said your name too, and that I think is a big one. Uh, oh yes, true. We'll see. Let's yeah. take a quick break, shall we? Okay. You're in a theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she just stand up to her? Oh, God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? If you've ever recognized yourself in a movie, then join me, Jordan Crociola, for the podcast Feeling Seen. We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun. So we're back, and I have to say, uh, yeah. I got asked, and I'm just going to uh, put that in the chat, uh, by a comic that we know, oh, if I wanted yeah, yeah, to yeah. be on... Did she call you too? Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. What did you say? No. Yeah, me as well. Uh, yeah. I said, uh, I gave her two names. I said, here's the two people that you should ask. And they're both gentlemen. Because it was about cancel culture and it was all right. this stuff. And uh, to be on the Dr. Phil show or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm willing to put all of that in out in the world. Uh, but the, I was like, you, you have, now this, and this is anecdotal, right? Right. I was not there for this, but this is one of the greatest stories and I could see it happening. So I don't know if it's true. It's Todd Glass. Ooh. Todd Glass with uh, CK. Okay. Uh, he sees CK after the big reveal and apology, the, the initial apology, I think. I, I think. I don't think it was before CK reneged on his apology. I think it was still in apology time. Okay. And But Todd Glass, I think, saw him at the cellar is what I heard. And there's probably, I'm probably getting this wrong and I hope it's all true is that (laughs) he yelled because I could see Todd Glass doing this, just yelling across the room. He yells across the room towards CK. We don't talk you and me. We don't talk anymore. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, I could see it happening for sure. And, um, I feel like I never got to like uh, come up with Todd Glass. I was never in the same city as he was or anything like that, which I feel like uh, we we had knocked around in our earlier years. We would be friends, like good friends right now. But, you know, okay. maybe, maybe it's too late to start it up. I don't know. I love Todd Glass, though. <laughs> every every interaction I've had, I'm like, oh, man, I just want more. Uh, but yeah, that's really I, cool. I like Todd Glass a lot. Uh, he has a three-hour podcast that he asked me to do once, and I was like, not a chance. Uh, <laughs> No, I there were a couple of podcasts that I didn't know were like Pete Holmes's podcast. I did his. It's a long one. Yeah. And I did not know that also that it was a three hour. And I was like, wait, do you want to become friends right now? Is that what it, <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't. Sit yeah. It's so hard. The, the other thing is, I, and another someone else contacted me about a show on cancel culture, like a, you know, talking yeah, I, thing. It's not and, for me. I'm sick of talking about it. Talk it to, is, talk and, to a, a dude comic. Right. And they, it always, even though they'll say cancel culture, it will, the first question they'll ask you, or the second question, if you're a female comic is Louie, like I, do, my, I don't want to talk about someone else's career. You know, I want to, <laughs> what I liked about this MSNBC <laughs> thing is I get to make jokes like a fucking comic. Yeah. I don't want to, and it didn't happen to me. So, yeah. so, you know, you're not even talking to the right person if that person wants to talk about it either. Like, right. and are if, under some obligation to talk up. Like, let us talk about our careers. You look right. at the the uh, record sales; it's all male comics anyway. So, could we at least plug our shit and not have to just be, uh, you know, be well, serve, serve your a narrative? About, now you uh, say that, and I still don't want, like, if they just wanted to talk to me about all the gross things that have happened to me in the last 35 years, I'm like, no, I don't want to have that conversation either. That's not what right. I want to talk about in my career either. Right. Like the right. horrible things that have happened to me. Yeah. That's, why don't you write a script and put it on HBO Max? And that'll be great. Right. And, and, yeah. and the other thing is, like, you and I talk about it. 
Like yeah. I feel comfortable talking to you about it because you're a fellow comic and we come yeah. from the we 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 have a simpatico we point of view. We were pacing each other for 30 years. Yes. So yes. yes. So you're like, oh, that happened <laughs> like to you in a different town. Yes. And, yeah. But but I'm not gonna try to exploit a situation that happened to you for my show, you know, and and someone that just has a you know, they're obviously gonna look for some clip they can put out that and then all of a sudden I'm the I still get because I wrote that that New York Times op-ed right after Louis, and it's like, like that. That's a thing. I I don't want to keep like, hey, I already did it. I wrote something. You yeah. can read that from five years ago. I'm not interested yeah. in continuing this conversation. Right. I'm a comic. I'm not a Louis C.K. commentator. That's not my <laughs> job or my interest. Right, right. What a terrible job that would be. My entire <laughs> life dedicated to commenting on other comics. Oh it my was, god. Uh, what a. Uh, I was gonna say because you were talking about this the CDs. Yeah, I got hard copies of both my CDs and my DVDs, and they are Yay. up on the they're up on my website now. You yeah. can order them if you are Amish or a Luddite or mm-hmm. related to me. Um, and <laughs> I only got I got three hundred each, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so when they're gone, they're gone. Right. And uh, <laughs> and they were more expensive because I didn't order a thousand each because I didn't want to store a thousand oh, for the next no. 12, no. 15 years. Yes. And so. They are not, they're not part of the deal, but I've already gotten like t- a 10 and I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I should bring them to bell house, if I should bring them to New York, if I should yeah. bring them to, well, you know, do, do you want to be selling after the show? I want to be making money after the show because I, I don't know that I we're going to make it. I know. Should I bring notebooks? Yeah. Okay. I will. You bring notebooks. Cause I'm going to be bringing enough merch for, cause I'm going right to Ridley's. Right. Okay. And uh, and there's part of me that kind of just wants to stay after Ridley's and just go to comedy and magic. I mean, I, or not com- yeah. comedy on state, and yeah. just hang out with my my brother for four days. Yeah. But they don't need Omicron, me dragging it across the country toward them either. And they're all boosted and vaxxed and everything. But they don't. You know, if I stay in their house. Yeah, that's the other worrisome thing is you gotta. <laughs> You got to figure if you're, if you're doing like a, like if you're doing a Friday, Saturday, say you get, say you get Omicron during the Friday first show, right? It's probably not going to show up till Sunday, right? right? Sunday night, right? So at least you got to fly home. <laughs> but if you're doing a Wednesday through Saturday and you get Omicron on Wednesday, you're going to start coughing on Saturday. So you probably can't do your Saturday shows and you're going to be stuck in that town and in that hotel for five to 10 more days. That's what Andy was like. That's the real problem is if you get stuck in Michigan. Yeah. And because remember who got who got it a week and a half ago. Right. And um, are you typing? Yes. Right. 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 And she had to drive from Kansas City to Atlanta. She couldn't fly. So she had to rent a car and drive home while she was was, sick. While she was sick. She's like, I can't I want to be home. Yeah. Right. Right. And I don't want to spend one hundred and twenty bucks a night on a hotel. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, our, our chat, our ladies chat is about 50% has <laughs> had Omicron, which is really so many, shocking. so many people, uh, and yeah. uh, only cause she posted it on Twitter, uh, but Christella also got it, which is oh, like wow. really depressing because, um, she is super careful, always has been hyper careful and like vigilant about that stuff. And she was prepping to tape a Netflix special in Beverly Hills and they were going to do rapid tests of every audience member before they came in. And she was, has been working out that hour being hyper careful, careful about the audience and stuff like that. And still, and still got it. It sucks. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. So I I have a set tonight at Mm -hmm. the improv with a hilarious lineup. Kira's doing it. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, these guys ah. are doing it. <laughs> Yay. And really. Ah, and, yes. Uh, Come on. That's always a good sign. Nope. <laughs> uh, I don't like any of these guys. Uh, yeah. They're oh, all that guy. Yeah. They're all, uh, they're all, their self-absorption oh, is, stop. Um, is, is so complete that I can't deal. 
Look, and, uh, Jackie, the, the least offensive trait of a comic is self-absorption. I think we've learned in the last five years. It's okay. true. It's it's the politics and it's the and it's the misogyny. It's, Wait, uh, he's a Trumper? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I think he's oh. kind of he's he's kind of backed up off of it, but he's uh, he's always been super right wing. Really? And, yeah. He, I I can't tell from his act. No, his act is uh, boring. Oh, I'm so I, I'm, I'm so sorry. He has one of my favorite bits. We have to agree yeah. to disagree. We can't. Oh, we can. Uh, we've done that before. That's my that one of my favorite that, bits. That, that, oh, I've never heard that. You've bit, never but, heard uh, it. Well, maybe is you it heard timeless. It. Is it? Yeah, timeless? it is timeless. Much like the river it, itself and uh, the Mississippi. All right. I disavow you. I don't know you. This podcast never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back in time. We're going to we're going to do a Spider-Man. Uh, pardon me while I do a, uh, a nice. Uh, let's take a break before I do oh, my Dr. Yes. Strange impression. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Nine years ago, we started a podcast to try and learn something new every episode. Things have gone a little off the rails since then. <laughs> Tune in to hear about low stakes neighborhood drama, gardening, the sordid, nasty underbelly of the horse girl lifestyle, hot sauce, addiction to TV and sweaty takes on celebrity culture, and the weirdest, grossest stuff you can find on wikipedia.org. We'll read all of it no matter how gross. <laughs> There's something for everyone on our podcast, Baby G. Geniuses. Hosted by us, two horny adult idiots. Hang out with us as we try and fail to retain any knowledge at all. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Because maybe I'll forget to do my Dr. Strange. That's that's what I'm hoping. Let's do yeah. comic of the week and maybe you'll put your arms down. Oh, there you go. <laughs> A comic of the week is Jennifer Valley. Yeah, L.A. comic. Yeah. Um, and she seems new, but super like I love her stage presence. I love her energy, right? Yes. She, I can't wait to see the stuff she writes. She seems so great. She started at an older age, and it's funny because she kind of has like an older female comic delivery, like from a like a 90s delivery, which is is uh iconic. Sure. <laughs> right, right. Like. And, and yeah, and she'll shake it. You know, I mean, I don't know how you were when you when I first started. We could talk about it afterwards, but um, because she is great. She, uh, I really like. Well, her. maybe she won't. Maybe that's just her style. It could be. She might keep it. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, everyone's it's, people. Uh, everyone's got their style. And uh, Jenny you know, Valley is that right? Jennifer Valley. B. Jennifer Valley is it at Jennifer Valley? It sure oh. is. Okay. And it's yeah. just V A L L Y, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. E. No E. No, but she's funny. She got funny stuff. And uh, yeah. And yeah, and she's grinding it out. Uh, I was looking at her Twitter feed and she was doing uh, regular sets until end of November um, that she was plugging on Twitter. And then, you know, and then a lot oh, of what happened? Kind of... Radio silence. Let's check in on her before we. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it's I think it was Omicron. I think she just okay. kind of backed up a little bit, sure. you know, and um, I, yeah, the, um, that guy that hosted last night. He got to see my my cordon set, me working on the cordon set like four times this weekend. Oh, right. Jason. I was like, Justin? Justin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I am so sorry, man. Here we go. You get to Dude, hear these jokes again and again. It is hell. It is truly hell. The, the thing is, is in addition to like the, his idea of just speaking slower, which I think is actually great, <laughs> you know, because you don't, you don't want to be shoving material down. You know, you want to enjoy it. You know, just in, maybe it's a, if, if you could do a five minute set with, or four and a half minute set with three jokes, you win. Now yeah. you, now you save nine jokes for another set, you know, but they, look at it this way. Even if you do have to find another minute, how much you have 30 years of material that you have tenderly planted in this amazing forest, right? Right. Now it's time to cut down one of those trees, Jackie. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't. It doesn't have to be something you wrote in the last three months or since the album. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. you have given yourself all these little jewels that you right. can just go pluck right now and uh, put in there. Right. Uh, the three and a half that he likes is the she, her stuff. And he, yeah. and they really want the Thomas TJ thing, which I recently right. found out didn't make it, it. It's only on one of the, like it, uh, the sets, the difference between the CD set and the DVD set mm -hmm. is almost is minuscule. 
just because of how editing had to happen oh, with the I video. See, right. So I don't think the TJ Thomas joke is in the DVD. Well, so the 300 people that will listen to the DVD are deprived. <laughs> or it's on YouTube for free. But if yeah. you like a hard copy or a Well, coaster, it'll be on uh, Corden for free soon as well. True. True that. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I know. I know about the slowing down. I mean, I can't tell you. My dad and absolutely every bossy Magoo in the last 30 years has told me to slow down. And they're not wrong, uh, but mm -hmm. I always feel like I have four and a half minutes here. You have the rest right. of your life to laugh at these jokes. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, no, I, can... I understand. I yeah. think Seinfeld even said it, not to you, but to almost every comic, just mm -hmm. speak like you're, you're talking to a child. So, oh, you know, just because we just start to get all we're all trying to jam it all in and, and uh, you know, and not enjoy the fact that people are laughing at these jokes that we have grown to hate over the last seven days. <laughs> <laughs> They're hurting right? for the first time. They love it. And we're like, oh, fuck. I, I said that <laughs> thing again. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not wrong. And I, you know, I have another, I do, I'll do my set tonight. How funny, because I think it's a 15-minute set. How funny would it be if I did the set three three times? <laughs> Chappelle do would do it. Chappelle would do it. Do it. Good good catch. Well do, played. Like, do you it. Make it. some tweaks and go, folks, I just want to, let me just redo this one. Now, let me tell the <laughs> Thomas joke this way, all right? Yep. They're all industry anyway. They probably all book late late night shows, everyone that's sitting at the improv. So you a might Sunday? be making notes. <laughs> a Sunday at the improv. I don't know. It's uh it's a it's a hell of a lineup though. I mean, even with those three guys, I mean they're all super strong headliners. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So and last night's show was epic as well. You know, everyone's gonna backtrack and look at the lineup of the show tonight, try to figure out who you're talking about, right? Well, if they can figure it out. They can. It's them. pretty easy. They already well, have. All right. They they if they already have, congratulations. <laughs> and uh, so, it's they've uh, they've all been vaguely rude to me in the last twenty oh, years. Okay. So Understood. I, yeah. And so care. all I and swear to God, all I want, and they're all ahead of me, right? They're all much more famous than I. Right. Am. Right. 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 And um mm -hmm. and when they were. Well, when they were rude to me, for sure, because I was hosting or mm -hmm. I was just on a show with them. And mm -hmm. they was the all I want from people that are more famous than me is distant politeness. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. It's um, Leno is at the very least distantly polite yeah. and often very nice for perfectly Totally. Like, hey, Very nice. I Especially literally just Jackie as the first comedian of note who was nice to me. <laughs> well, there you go. It's uh yeah, but and and if I would have been distantly polite, you would have been like, oh, that's all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have cared. Yeah, but right. if you if I would have been dismissive, you would have been like, what a jackass. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh and so the opportunity Jackie. to be dismiss yeah. dismissive to me, all three of those guys have done have taken advantage of it. More than once. Okay, I understood. Oh, so Janine Garofalo great. was dismissive of me in at the on the steps of uh, the LA, or excuse me, the San Francisco Improv, and out uh, to this in day of, in front of Cobb's in the nineties, and that's mm -hmm. why I never moved to LA. Yeah, to I this very oh, day, they all hate me because they because <laughs> she's the most famous one of that scene, and, uh, oh. and and now I bump into her every once in a while at the stand. Couldn't be nicer. It's all right. her, Super. It's all, it's all like, thank God you're still doing it too. That's why I feel with everyone, you know, I've said this before. Every time I see someone my age, even if they've, they've gone lunatic right wing, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, you're still alive. We're still doing it. I don't know what your fuck you're doing, but you're still doing it. Did, did we talk about, I think, cause I think we both did sets after we recorded last week mm -hmm. and this guy was on the, um, cause you texted me and you were like, he's doing jokes. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> because we were we were both because I was like, remember when he used to do stand up? And um, Jackie and, uh, still does stand up. Uh, I mean, it's funny because he was he was doing and like it was anti jokes. They were normal jokes, and then there were some anti-vax jokes. That's when I came in because you texted me because you were like, he's doing yeah. he's doing normal jokes, and so I come yeah. in and he starts this anti-vax joke, and I was like, 
what just happened? And you're like, I swear to God, he was doing regular material two seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. And the second name that I put in there, yeah, he's he's known him as long as I have, which is from like '92, right? Right, 91, right, right. Because yeah, he's he's from the Midwest, and so's the other guy. And he goes, "What happened to that guy?" And I said, "Well, he lost his mind. He got greedy. He decided that he wanted to use his part." Imagine, if you will, you were a stand-up comic, mm-hmm. and you decided that you weren't going to do stand-up anymore. You were just going to go into sales. Jackie, I imagine be, it every single day of the week. Well, you would be very successful selling whatever you want because you've got right. the chops, right? Right, 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 right. And what some comics have chosen to do is to use those chops and not, and essentially go and sell pharmaceuticals. Uh, like he's, I, like they, they've decided to use their powers for evil and to no, scare you're, people. You're right. And, yeah, Patreon. We, you and I turn down millions every day by not being the next Diamonds <laughs> and Silk, okay? Yes. We could oh be God. on Fox, every fucking Fox News show every night talking about liberals and we would be zooming from our our zoo, our our zoom offices because we'd have houses with separate offices for just zoom right uh, carmen be in my fucking bedroom zooming from it my bedroom where you can see my bed behind me i know carmen's staying with us this week and andy has to teach remotely mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have to do dork for us from my bedroom because <laughs> she's staying in our guest room yeah so, yeah hmm. oh well yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, you are right. We are turning down millions every we moment. Really are. We really Feel are. free to join the Max Fun, you guys. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yes, we're trying to, you know, figure out a way to just cook up Insta Zoom shows for our Max Funners as well. We don't want yeah. to. We're just doing this for Patreon people. It's just it takes a little bit of extra. We they we have, have a team. Yeah, yeah. And like if, if Patreon's so easy. It's like, hey, we're going to do a show tomorrow night and a couple of people show up and that's all we need, right? So we've left it. We're figuring out a way to do that for our next funders as well. So, right, and the know. Patreon, it's anywhere between like a buck a month to, you know, whatever. I think Darla does 18 bucks a month. Good Lord. Wow. And, um, but the- um, She's actually the half our monthly income is your sister. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Maria told me she, Bamford just told me she just joined our Patreon. So nice. That's yeah, five bucks a month. I was like, what wow. The heck? What the um, heck? Yeah, I mean, it's twelve bucks a year, you guys, and uh, and you don't get anything out of it except for the knowledge that you've supported the show. With yeah. Max Fun, you get extra shows. You yes. get a pin. You get pins. You get, you yeah. Get, you or you during the drive you do, but with Max Fun you get a slightly more stuff. But uh, it is harder for us to organize with them to do Zoom shows, but we Pop will. Yeah, because we Just, will. We just yeah. need it to be real quick and easy and not, uh, you know, just a, just an email basically with a Zoom link. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll be doing more of those, you know, because yeah. obviously, and some people like, oh, that's the other thing I wanted to, you know, like what, what they did at Vermont, what Natalie and Nathan did at Vermont is they live streamed the New Year's Eve show so that people that felt sick or they that they were freaking out and didn't want to come out could just watch the show. I think that would be, that should be an option that clubs, you know, if they have the technology, yeah, Acme, offer, Acme especially does it. this month, but if we're going to live with COVID, okay, we're going to have little things like this, maybe every winter for a while, right? So let's just adapt and be, and be able to, to stream shows to that audience, not necessarily yeah. to the whole world. We don't want people not coming to a show, uh, you know, that we're doing three months down the line because I saw the live stream. But to people that live in that town and we're going to come or want to, but can't, if they could, if they could just pop on the live stream. And There's so it, many right? people in rural Canada who were, when I did Zoom shows every week, they were just oh, like, wow, this is awesome. Really? I, you're never going to come to, you know, uh, what I have yeah. uh, wood that you I won't. had. Yeah, I, will. And I will. I will. Kyle and house. I will be there. You snob. <laughs> Jackie Cation snob. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. It will. I mean, the thing is, is, is you want to do those road gigs. You could still, you know, who's, who's got access to all those road gigs. You want to drive around and do it right now. Yes. Uh, feel free to ask her before she moves. Oh, uh, she okay. knows. Yeah, she's got every like Hermosa Beach, Laughlin, the yeah. right over the border in Arizona, you know. And Kyle knows about stuff in Visalia. And yeah, Exeter Visalia, and, Fresno. You want the Central Valley? 
I Central Valley, where you're I, just like, I would uh, like like stuff uh, in the Northwest that's pretty. Yeah, you know, okay. uh, Montana. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Who's a who, who's a snob now? I need it to be actually very pretty. Okay. I take um, it you're not going to go to Lincoln, Nebraska, then. Which I got a. They were like, "Can you come?" And I was like, "The nearest airport is an hour and a half away. Oh, I can't come." Wow. And and I was like, "It's going to cost you." thousands of dollars to have me come and he was like and I and then he ghosted me and I was like no no you are right to ghost me I was polite to yes. answer you but then you are right to also go oh I don't know but you, you know what I'm going to do for the attic is I'm flying into Indianapolis obviously no one flies into Bloomington and I'm going to I'm going to take southwest from Burbank so their options are limited they get you in like at 11 p.m so I'm coming in the night before on Thursday and I'm just I always say, do that at a hotel next to the Indianapolis airport, and then they can come pick me up whenever, and it's a nice, easy Friday. Yeah. Oh, I always just fly in, and then, ha- then they, they pick then me up, and then drive. they put me. Yeah, then know, they put I me know. up at the airport. The, the, the hotel. All the Ubers are from gonna... Bloomington, anyways, out there because they know that's where you're coming. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to have someone have to pick me up at midnight on uh, Thursday. Yeah, what are they doing, really? <laughs> There's also a there's a university bus that's fifteen bucks that I often take back to the hotel, oh. back to the airport from the hotel. Oh, you gotta hook me up. Maybe uh, maybe I can switch my hotel reservation and then just take that bus in. But do I want to take a right bus now. after a nine hour Southwest flight? No, day? no, you don't. No. You want to be driven by a crazy open micer. I do. Uh, who, uh, yeah. I do. At midnight, uh, who, who just wants in the to dark. know about writing for late night? Yep. <laughs> See you next week. Mm-hmm. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported